Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dismantling Injustice podcast powered by Brooklyn Community Bail Fund or BCBF. Um, For folks that don't know us at BCBF, we work with allies to free people from incarceration, whether that's prison, jail, immigration detention, or surveillance. And on this podcast, we offer analysis on issues affecting folks who encounter the criminal, legal, and immigration systems. As always, you can learn more about our work by visiting us at brooklynbailfund.org. I'm Carl, BCBF's Director of Advocacy and Policy, and I'm here with my co-pilot, Saleh Israel, the producer and creator of this podcast, and BCBF's Director of Special Initiatives. This is a short episode that we wanted to record because last week, um, that's the week of President's Day, Biden's immigration proposal was introduced by New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez as the U.S. Citizenship Act of 2021. On the very same day, the acting DHS secretary sent a memo to ICE giving them guidance on how to enforce Biden's deportation priorities. Um, This didn't get much coverage at all, but it's equally important. So we thought we should give our listeners a quick rundown with a flash of our analysis because there's a lot of misinformation and confusion out there. Um, But first thing, I'm sure many of our listeners heard that Joe Biden put in place a moratorium, or more accurately, a pause on deportations his first week in office. This moratorium is no longer in place. A federal court in Texas placed a hold on implementation of this order because a few states, notably the state of Texas, asserted that the order infringed on their financial interest in immigrant detention and deportations. So basically, they had money to make off of caging people. Um, Their interest arises out of a contract signed between those states and ICE during the Trump administration. Anyway, the gist of it is that they sued the White House and now the moratorium has been halted. Um, As a result, hundreds, maybe even thousands at this point um, of immigrants have already been deported in the first few weeks of the new administration. So now, moving to Biden's immigration bill and the immigration enforcement priorities. I like to think of it this way. The immigration bill tells us who the White House believes should be able to stay in the U.S. and how the White House plans to help them stay. The memo sent to ICE, the enforcement priorities, tells us whom the White House believes should be deported um, or the categories of people who ICE should prioritize for deportation and how ICE intends to go about determining if someone falls within these categories. Now let's start with the bill, again, the U.S. Citizenship Act of 2021. Under the bill, undocumented folks can apply for temporary legal status immediately, and they have the ability to apply apply for green cards, that's um, lawful permanent resident status, after five years if they pass criminal and national security background checks and pay their taxes. You know, um, Uncle Sam's always going to collect his money before giving you anything. Um, Beneficiaries of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program um, of the Temporary Protected Status Program, TPS, and immigrant farm laborers who meet certain requirements can apply for green cards right away. And after three years, they can become citizens if they also pass background checks, um, pay their taxes, and pass the citizenship exam. Another thing the bill does, it um, removes the word alien 
from our immigration laws and replaces it with non-citizen, um, which of course is about time, um, you know, especially now that we're going to Mars and there might be actual, um, you know, people that are not from this earth walking amongst us. It's great if we start, you know, calling people people as they are. Um, it adds, the bill adds, quote unquote, permanent partnership as a family-based visa category. And this is particularly relevant for LGBTQ families, but also others. Um, Biden's immigration proposal also includes what's called the No Ban Act, and that prohibits discrimination based on religion, and it limits presidential authority to issue future bans. So it basically makes it harder to implement, say, a Muslim ban in the future. Um, Biden's proposal provides federal funding for organizations to expand um, what's called immigrant integration programs. Um, these are like job readiness programs, um, housing assistance programs that help um, folks adjust to living in the US. Uh, the bill provides funding to expedite screening of asylum seekers at the border, um, which you know we've discussed um, in our last podcast, there are literally thousands of folks at the border um, seeking asylum right now. Um, and it also implements technology and infrastructure um, to quote unquote secure the border. Um, and i.e., I read this as it implements surveillance tools at the border. Um, the bill, um, you know, it's, it aims to improve immigration courts and protect um, vulnerable individuals by extending, expanding case management programs, reducing court backlogs. Um, expanding training for immigration judges and improving technology in immigration courts. It, the bill gives judges discretion to review cases and grant relief to quote unquote deserving individuals. And then lastly, it increases the number of diversity and family-based visas, which would basically enable more people to arrive in the US with documentation. Um, so um, in some, there are some good things in this bill there are a few areas for concern, notably the increased funding for surveillance, um, especially since the, you know, the White House has indicated they're not funding, um, they, they, they would no longer fund the, the border wall, but they are funding a security apparatus at the border in the form of surveillance and technology. Um, and also concerning is the fact that people with criminal convictions continue to be excluded from immigration relief, which we're gonna talk more about in a few minutes. So that's the bill. Now for the memo um, outlining Biden's um, immigration enforcement priorities. Um, again, Biden's acting Department of Homeland Security Secretary um, has instructed ICE to prioritize for deportation three groups of people. One, folks deemed national security threats. Two, people that are border enforcement and removal priorities. And three, people that they deem public safety threats. And so we're gonna take those in turn. One, so who is a national security threat? These are people that ICE believes have either engaged in terrorism or terrorism-related activities, um, have um, engaged in or suspected of engaging in espionage or espionage-related activities, or someone whose arrest is necessary to protect the national security of the US. And this last provision is sort of a catch-all. So that's the national, those are national security threats. The second group, border security priorities. 
these are, this group is anyone that was arrested at the border or any port of entry into the U.S. And ports of entry can mean sea, they can be sea, they can be air or airports more accurately, any port of entry um, into the U.S. while attempting to come into the country on or after November 1st, 2020, um, or anyone who is not physically present in the U.S. before November 21st, 2020. So basically, November 1st, 2020 is the cutoff date for anyone that would benefit um, from, Biden, from Biden's immigration agenda. If you were not present in the U.S. before that date, you were a priority um, for deportation. And then lastly, um, who's deemed a public safety um, priority? This is, these are anyone convicted of an aggravated felony under federal immigration law. And this is, a, this is very important. Um, aggravated felony under immigration law is very different than what we think of when we think of a felony under criminal law. And in many ways, it's a lot more expansive, um, which we will you know, get into hopefully in future podcasts um, when we get into the nitty gritty of immigration law. But you should just know this is not the same as the, the felony that you think of um, you know, when you think of um, criminal law. And then the second group deemed um, public safety threats are anyone that's been convicted of an offense of which an element of that offense is participation in a street gang. Um, and it leaves some qualifiers for folks under age 16. So anyone um, convicted of an offense um, that um, you know, basically um, involves um, participation in a gang. Um, so again, this is, the, this is the breakdown of Biden's immigration agenda, his policy proposal, what he wants to do to help immigrants, and what the White House intends to do to enforce immigration law, to detain and deport immigrants. Um, you know, we at BCBF have a lot of thoughts on this, but in some, this is eerily similar to Obama's immigration agenda. And I use the, eerily, the word eerily because that's not a good thing. The last time the Democrats were in the White House, we got DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, and they also tried to uh, implement another program that would benefit parents of childhood arrivals. Um, but we also got a record five million deportations. And um, I don't see how this plan gives us a different outcome because it, um, you know, again, while it helps some immigrants, it also criminalizes um, millions of immigrants. Um, you know, again, hopefully we are going to be able to get into this more um, in future podcasts. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to be talking more in depth about this agenda with some of our partners um, in upcoming episodes. Um, so um, until then, stay tuned. Um, I hope this was helpful. Um, and thanks again. Um, to learn more about BCBF, you can uh, visit us online at brooklynbailfund.org. And as always, you can follow us or DM us on Twitter at BK Bail Fund or Instagram at Brooklyn Bail Fund. Until next time and until we're free, peace out.